This is Brother Barnabas O'Reilly. I am a monk of St. Vincent Arch Abbey, and this is a reading from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 10. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to come. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and salute no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace shall rest upon him. But if not, it shall return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not receive you, go into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you, it shall be more tolerable on that day for Sodom than for that town. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it shall be more tolerable in the judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, Will you be exalted to heaven? You shall be brought down to Hades. He who hears you hears me, and he who rejects you rejects me, and he who rejects me rejects him who sent me. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. In that same hour, he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, or who the Father is except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him.
Then turning to the disciples, he said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. And behold, a lawyer stood up to put him to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in in the law? What do you read there? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered right. Do this, and you will live. But he, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers, who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion, and went to him, and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii, and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three do you think proved the proved neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? He said, The one who showed mercy on him. And Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Now as they went on their way, He entered a village, and a woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. One thing is needful. Mary has chosen the good portion, which shall not be taken away from her. This is the conclusion of chapter 10 of the Gospel of Luke. One thing that really jumps out at me in this uh, whole chapter is about these 70 disciples that the Lord commissions to go out two by two and how when they go out they discover the power that they have in the name of Jesus these demons they say uh, you know come to 
be subject to the authority uh, that these disciples have. And Jesus tells them, Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you. But he tells us what to rejoice in when he says, But rejoice that your names are written in heaven. And I think it's a, a good kind of gut check for us that do we cling to finding our identity in the authority and the power that we have in any, any way? Or do we recognize that that authority and power ultimately comes from God, which really is for what purpose but to draw us back to him so that we can be with him forever in heaven? Um, furthermore, then, Jesus says, Blessed are the eyes which see what you see. And he's saying this uh, privately to his disciples. For I tell you that many prophets and kings desire to see what you see and did not see it, to hear what you hear and did not hear it. And my brothers and sisters, today in the world, I've realized that there's a lot of people that are interested in becoming um, becoming great people. And because of that, there's so many self-help books, podcasts, and lectures, and things like this. People are really looking for the answer. How do I be happy? How do I find my meaning? How do I become my full potential? But some people simply just do not know that the answer to this ultimately is the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus reminds his disciples, um, blessed are the eyes, your eyes, which see this answer to all fulfillment. Let us thank the Lord for this vision that we have of him in our life. And then lastly, there's this beautiful parable about uh, the Good Samaritan. And the biggest thing I want to pull out of this is the phrase, that is asked of Jesus, and who is my neighbor? You know, I once recently heard a talk where this um, minister named Annie Hickman, uh, he was this big popular youth minister and um, campus minister or whatever he was doing. Um, he was having brunch with his family one Sunday morning and his young son at the breakfast table um, said to him, hey, dad, yes, son, can we go meet our neighbor? And his dad, or the, the dad said, our neighbor? What are, you, what are you talking about? And the son said, well, dad, it, um, at church this morning, teacher told me that uh, Jesus said, love your neighbor. And I figured we should get to know them so that we can love them. And any Hickman, this popular minister who was sought out for all his success in ministry looked at his son and said well son that means that your neighbor is um well your your neighbor and he was struck he realized wow my son he reminded me that jesus doesn't just mean your neighbor like that person that hopefully you're ministering toward that you can find and is in that box far away but that it, he also means your neighbor, neighbor, your actual neighbor, who is your neighbor. And I think it calls to mind for us, who is it in our life? Just obviously, 
who is our neighbor that God has placed before us that we're called to love and to heal and to bring into rest like the good Samaritan did to his neighbor. And above all things, we remember that all service to our neighbors is oriented toward this relationship, first and foremost, with God. For as the Lord answered Martha, 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 you are anxious and troubled about many things. One thing is needful. Mary has chosen the good, which shall not be taken away. Luke really teaches us that Jesus calls us to serve our neighbor, to not cling to the gifts, the authority that the Lord has given us, but to use them to glorify his name, to serve others, to set them free, and above all, to be thankful for this relationship with him that he's given us, and to make sure to know that really nothing else is necessary but this relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ.